0: Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere, proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. (laughs) Babs Riley is a freshman at UCLA, and this is a source of never-ending pride and pleasure to Riley Sr., However, every now and then he is dubious about the advantages of higher education. Such as the other day when Bab said,
1: But, Daddy, I asked Mother for ten dollars, and she says she hasn't got it.
0: She hasn't got
2: it. I just gave her my pay a couple of days ago.
1: She says she hasn't anything left.
2: Oh, is that what she says? Well, you tell her from me.
1: Tell me what?
2: Never mind. Here's the ten. You ain't going to trap me that way.
1: Thanks, Daddy. You're a dog. Yeah, and
2: just remember, when you meet some millionaire's son at college and you marry him, don't forget the sacrifices your poor old father made.
1: (laughs) Oh, Daddy, you're always harping on me marrying a millionaire. I may fall in love with a poor man.
2: Never mind. A popular girl like you who can pick and choose, you can see to it that you fall in love with a rich one instead of a poor one. Don't make the same mistake I did.
3: (laughs) What was that?
2: That was one mistake I never regretted.
1: (laughs) scream. Well, I'll see you
2: later. Okay, honey. Uh, Peg, where's my paper?
4: Riley, must you read the paper all evening?
2: Well, what else is there to do?
4: Well, you might talk to me for a change. What about? Well, can't you think of anything to say to me?
2: Oh, oh sure, sure, plenty. After all, you're my wife. There's plenty to talk about. Now, let's see, we can, uh...
4: Where's my paper? <laughs> You're impossible Every night you just want to lie there on that couch With your nose in that paper until you fall asleep
2: Yeah, well, consider yourself lucky Other husbands run around till all hours of the night
4: (laughs) And other husbands take their wives out once in a while You haven't taken me to a nightclub once since we've been married
2: I did so? What about the time I took you to that Chez That
4: That was on our honeymoon This is 18 years later
2: well, uh, we're too old for nightclubs, anyway.
4: That's what you said on our honeymoon.
2: Oh, hey, act your age. After all, you're 40 already.
4: You... I'm 36. 38? That's better. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong in wanting to go out for a good time once in a blue moon.
2: Well, what do you want me to do? Borrow the jalopy from the kid next door and take your joyriding or something?
4: Well, what's wrong with that? Well,
2: don't make me laugh. I can't picture you necking in a car up on Mulholland Drive.
3: Well, I can.
2: Yeah? <laughs> How am I doing? You're not there.
3: Oh,
2: uh-huh. who are you trying to kid? I- I'll see you later, Peggy. I'm going next door to Gillis's.
1: Oh, was that Daddy who just went out? Yes. Oh, good. I have a very important call to make. You know, you're acting very mysterious, Babs. What'd you need that $10 for? Well, I I didn't want to tell you in front of Daddy he'd blow his top. It's Sadie Hawkins Day at school next Saturday. What on earth is that? Don't you read Little Abner? On Sadie Hawkins Day, the girls chase the fellas. There's a gang of us in our sorority, and we're all going to phone fellas and date them up, and the girls pay for everything. You don't mind, do you, Mother? Oh, no. (laughs) Who am I to talk?
4: When your father and I were engaged every Saturday was Sadie Hawkins Day. (laughs)
2: Yes, sir, Gillis. She's one girl in a million. Riley, it's your move. She's beautiful and popular, and the boys are just falling all over each
5: other to date her up. Look, Riley, uh, did you come over here to play checkers or tell me how wonderful your children are? Now move, or I'll phone up Muley to come over. He's a bachelor. He never boasts about his kids.
3: Come on, move. <laughs> okay,
2: okay, I'll move. Well, jump man. You know, she's a girl with chances. She ain't going to marry the first jerk that comes along like our wives did.
3: Oh, for
5: crying out loud. I give up. That's
2: why I'm sending her to college where she can meet the cream de la cream. And one of these days, she'll wind up hitched to one of them Pasadena socialists.
3: (laughs) Riley, if you don't
2: move. And then I'll be on Easy Street. I'll be living. And I won't forget my old pals. I'll take care of you, Gillis. You'll have a job for life.
5: Can you drive a Cadillac? I had enough of this. I'm calling Muley. Twenty minutes. The guy ain't moved the check. Now, Gillis, wait a minute. Uh, Your wonderful daughter's using the phone. Why I ever get you on my party line? I never listen to such dull conversation and all...
2: Hey, hang up that phone, Gillis. (laughs) (laughs) Now, cut that out now, you...
5: (laughs) You ought to hear what your wonderful, popular daughter
3: is doing.
2: I don't want to hear. I ain't the kind of a heel that eavesdrops on his own kids. I can trust Babs. What's she saying? She's asking a fella for a date. What do you mean?
5: I'd like to take you out Saturday.
2: I don't believe it. I thought I'd
5: take you to the opera...
2: That's why she wanted ten bucks Oh, please come Pray, please No, no, hang up It ain't right to listen But it's so
3: entertaining (laughs) All right,
2: then let me listen Here Oh, he's turning her down Oh, I heard enough I don't understand Why should Babs ask a fella for a date? Practically begging him A girl who's so popular, so lovely, so charming, so intelligent. Why, Gillis? I'll
5: tell you why. Because your popular, lovely, charming, intelligent daughter ain't popular, ain't lovely, ain't charming, and ain't intelligent. (laughs) She's just desperate.
2: Oh, Gillis, this is awful. I, I didn't realize it. Don't tell Peg. Of
5: course not. But it's time you face the facts, right? Babs is a nice, plain girl, and that's all. She ain't no bargain.
2: Oh, the poor kid. She must be miserable.
5: A girl's got to have dates. Hey, you know, they got these here uh, escort bureaus. Escort bureaus? What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, just an idea.
2: Yeah, well, keep your ideas to yourself. What do you take me for? I don't hire no boyfriends for my kid. Before I do that, I'll see her a miserable, lonely old maid. That's the kind of a father I am.
3: (laughs)
1: Doesn't want to go with you? Oh, he wants to, all right, but he can't. He broke a bone in his ankle at football practice, and he has to keep off of it. And I was just dying to go to the opera. Well, can't you ask some other boy? Oh, there are dozens I could ask, but if I can't go with Richard, I'd rather
4: stay home. Well, cheer up. Dear, there'll be other operas. Well, I better see about getting supper
1: started. Bebs! Babsy, In here, Daddy.
2: Oh, oh, well, hello, Babsy. Uh, well, what's the matter?
1: Oh oh, nothing. It's just that I thought I had a date for Saturday to go to the opera, and this boy, well.
2: He... Oh well, what do you care about boys? You 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 go yourself, honey.
1: Daddy, a girl can't go to the opera without an escort.
2: No, I, I suppose you got to have an escort or, an escort.
1: <laughs> Babs,
2: Babs, tell me something. Would you like to be a lonely, miserable old maid?
1: Well, of course not. Anything's better than
3: that.
2: That's all I wanted to hear. My head is made up. Uh, this here is the house. Uh, now, now, you're sure everything will be okay? I, I mean, you, you'll act like a perfect gent. Oh, you don't have to worry, Mr. Riley. I'd get fired if I didn't. Uh, well, I gotta be sure. This, this is the first time i ever been to an escort bureau. You've you been in this line of work long? Oh, no, no, only a couple of months. I need the extra dough to get through college. Oh, you're a college man. Well, well, I feel a little better about the whole thing. You can trust college boys.
3: <laughs> well, here's the
2: opera tickets and the money. Oh, and don't forget to call a taxi. Huh? Okay. Yeah, oh, there's just one more thing. I, I, I don't want Bebs to know that I got an escort for her. Huh? You mean she doesn't know? Well, no, so... I figured that, uh, well, you, you pretend to be a cousin of mine from, uh, from Chicago and you just dropped in to say hello and you happen to have a couple of tickets for the opera and, well, you know what to say. Eh? Oh, I don't know. I don't like to misrepresent. Look, you better do it my way. Remember, I rented you for the evening and you take orders. <laughs> yes, sir.
3: Now,
2: oh, I'll go in first and sort of prepare them and then when I come out, you go in. Yes, sir. Okay.
4: Hey, uh, Babs. Oh, Riley, where have you been, dear? Your supper's cold. Well,
2: that's all right. I ain't staying for supper. I'm going right out again. Where? Well, I, uh, th- I, got, I got to work overtime. Something came up.
4: Oh, that's too bad. Yeah,
2: just the night that my cousin said he'd drop in, too. Right?
1: Your cousin? What cousin, Daddy? Uh, uh
2: from Chicago. D- didn't I tell you? He he phoned me at the plant. He said he'd drop in tonight, so you entertain him. Uh, Babs?
1: Me? Why me?
2: Look, it ain't every day that a cousin of mine comes all the way from Milwaukee.
4: Milwaukee? you said he came from Chicago.
2: <laughs> Chicago and Milwaukee. So you be nice to him, huh, Babs?
4: <clears throat> How come you never mentioned you had a cousin?
2: Because it slipped my mind. All these years, he's been way out there in St. Louis.
4: St. Louis?
3: <laughs>
4: First he's from Chicago, then it's Milwaukee, now it's St. Louis.
2: Look! Peg, my cousin, the traveling salesman, will be here tonight. I'm asking Babs as a favor to entertain him. Is that so much to ask? All right, all right. Okay, I got to go now. Goodbye.
1: But, Riley. Oh, Uh, Mother, do I have to stay and entertain this character? You know Daddy's relatives. And I promised Richard I'd drop in and see him tonight. Well, all right. You run along, Babsy. I'll stay in. Oh, thanks, Mother. You're a dear. Good night. Oh, Oh,
4: better go out the back way so you won't bump into your father. Oh,
1: okay. Hope you're not too bored with Daddy's cousins. I won't be late. All right, dear.
4: hope that cousin doesn't show up.
1: Oh, just my luck. Uh,
4: Yes?
2: Good evening, I'm George Harris.
4: Yes?
5: I'm, uh, Mr. Riley's cousin.
4: Oh! Well, I... I didn't expect such a... Uh, well, come in, come in. Thank you. Oh, uh, sit down. Uh... Uh, Riley told me you were coming, but uh, he he isn't here. He had to work tonight. He said he's just heartbroken.
3: Yeah, I'll bet. Uh,
4: oh, I haven't even introduced myself. I'm Peg Riley.
5: Peg, I thought you were Babs.
4: Babs? Oh, come oh, now, Mister Harris. Really? <laughs> yeah, but your father said my father, Riley. You think Riley's my? Oh. oh. Oh, really, Mr. Harris, I, uh, I don't look that young, Why, I'm almost 35.
3: <laughs>
4: I'm a little confused. Uh, well, it, it really doesn't matter. Please sit down. Yeah, well, I can't stay. I
2: just dropped in to say hello. I, I have a couple of tickets for the opera, and I thought Babs, uh, I mean you, might like to come along.
4: Uh, the opera?
2: Yeah, I Aida.
4: Oh, I... I... Always wanted to see Aida,
5: well, let's go
4: well i I don't know well, why not Riley is working and and you are his cousin. If you wait just a moment while I change, I'll be right with you.
5: see him, Gillis? Do you see him? How does Babs look? I, I can't see it. it. It's too dark. Well, get away. Let me see. It's too late. They just got in the cab. It's not... Ah. Uh. Okay, they're off. Oh, boy, what a relief. Oh, I thought it would never come off.
2: Boy, this calls for a celebration. Come on over to the house. We'll split a bottle of Pabst. Okay, by me. Boy, I'm sure glad this is over. You know, you've got to hand it to me, Gillis. My strategy was perfect. I handled the whole thing like a general. Just like they do in the Army. I had every move worked out. Oh, hiya, Babs. Just like in the army...
3: Halt! Who goes there? Why, why, why,
1: it's me, Babs.
2: How did you get out of the taxi?
3: (laughs) What, What
1: taxi? I was waiting for the bus. And I remembered I forgot something, so I came back.
2: Then who got into the taxi with my cousin?
1: Oh, your cousin. Oh, now, Daddy, don't get peeved, but I had to go somewhere tonight so I didn't stay to meet your cousin.
2: Wait a minute. Let me get this straight. You didn't stay to... Then it wasn't you who got... And if it wasn't you, it must have been some other woman. And the only other woman it could have... (laughs) What a revolting development this is! (laughs)
5: up and down like that. You're getting on my nerves. Relax, Willie. Relax? How can I relax? Do you realize that my wife is out so with what's this? what's so terrible? You're in no trouble. Let's be logical about this. Let's look at the facts. You ain't taking your wife out for a good time for years, right? Right. All of a sudden, out of a clear blue sky, she gets a chance to go to the opera, right? Right. And in spite of the fact that the man she's gone with is young and handsome and very romantic, and you're in big trouble. <laughs> What do you mean I'm in big trouble? I'm only joking After all, you trust Peg Well, of course
2: I trust her Peg ain't interested in other men After all, we've been married 18 years And in all that time, the only man she's ever looked at was me So why should... I'm in big trouble
3: <laughs> Stop worrying,
5: Riley She'll be home in a little while. That's yeah, silly to worry. And she'll tell you everything that happened. Why, sure. She'll tell you it was all perfectly innocent. Of course. And harmless. Sure. And if you believe her, you're a bigger dope than I thought. Good night. Kill Jealous. Oh, <laughs>
4: Thanks for a lovely evening. I, I really enjoyed that opera.
3: So did I. Good night.
4: Now remember, you promised to come over for dinner this week.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, good night. <laughs>
4: good night. Oh. Da, 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 da. Mother? Oh, Babsy! What are you doing here on the porch? I just got home. I've been waiting for you. Oh, Babs, I had a wonderful time. Your father's <laughs> cousin took me. To... I know you do.
1: He's a very charming young man. Mother, I've got something to tell you. He wasn't Daddy's cousin. What? I'm absolutely furious with Daddy. Wait till I tell you what he
3: did.
2: One o'clock. Why ain't they here? Where can they be?
6: Peg, is that you at the back door?
2: Oh, I thought you'd never get here. I've been pacing up and down. I'm dead on my feet.
6: Then you'd better lie down, believe me. (laughs) Oh, it's you. Yes, it is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly under (laughs) I saw a light in your kitchen. Oh, come in, digger. I need cheering up. I'm your boy. I just had a most amusing evening at the U.E.P.S.D.S. U.E.P.S.D.S.? The Undertakers, Embalmers, and Pallbearers. Square Dance Society.
3: <laughs> we meet once
6: a week. I do the calling. Oh, grab a body, swing it around, lift it to your shoulder, drop it to the ground. <laughs> Okay, evening.
2: Well, I didn't. I got trouble bigger on account of my babs.
6: Ah, yes, children can be a problem. Yesterday, a gang of hoodlums pilfered a sign from a restaurant and hung it on the door of my business establishment. Ooh, I was furious.
2: Why? What did the sign say?
6: Try us once, and you'll never go anyplace else. <laughs>
2: Well, this wasn't anything that Babs did. You see, I went to an escort bureau and hired a young fella to take her out.
6: Oh, you didn't have to do that. I could have dug one up for you. Well, it's
2: too late now. Anyway, there was a mix-up, and Peg went out with the escort. A very handsome fella. Oh, hoo,
6: uh, so that's it. Uh, well, come, come, man. Surely you trust your wife. I'm sure you're worrying needlessly. Oh,
2: I can't help a digger. That's my nature. I'll probably worry myself into an early grave.
6: When well, I'll be seeing you you. <laughs> I'd better be Shoveling off An escort. An escort
4: An escort? Yes, Mother Oh, I feel like such a fool That father of yours I'll... I'll... No, I won't I've got a better way to handle him. Once and for all, I'm going to teach him a lesson he'll never forget. Well, what are you going to do? I'll make up a story that'll make his hair stand on end. When we get in the house, now you just leave me alone with your father.
1: Oh, hello, Riley. Peg, I thought
2: you'd never come. Oh, Babs, you're here too.
1: Well, I'm tired. Good night. So good night, Babsy. Good, good night,
2: Peg, uh, Peg, did, did Babs tell you anything?
1: Tell me What?
2: Oh, uh, nothing. Uh-huh.
4: Is there something I ought to know? Oh, no, no, no. Uh-huh. La dee
2: Where, uh. Where were you this evening?
4: Uh, huh? Oh, out.
2: Out, uh, where?
4: Oh, around.
2: <gasps> around where?
4: Oh, just around. Well,. Good night, dear Now, wait
2: a minute, Peg You can't fool me I know you went to the opera tonight with my, uh, my cousin With who? My cousin, my cousin, Mr. Harris
4: Oh, oh, you mean Georgie (laughs) Georgie!
3: Georgie
4: Porgie (laughs) Now, now it's no use denying it I know you went Well, who's denying it? Oh, I had a wonderful time I'm so glad I was here when your cousin dropped in why didn't you tell me you had such a charming
3: cousin?
5: He ain't charming.
4: <laughs> Isn't he?
3: <laughs>
4: well, good night. Now, no, you wait a minute. You
2: ain't acting yourself tonight. Something happened.
4: Well, what could have happened? I'm
2: asking you.
4: Oh, what's the use? I, I can't fool you. Uh-huh. I knew it. Something did happen. Yes. And I... I may as well tell you the real truth. Riley, No, don't tell me. I don't want to hear. Well, perhaps you're right. No, tell me. Well, we... We went to the opera. Oh, it was wonderful. We saw Aida. Oh, it was thrilling. The things that happened to poor Aida.
2: Never mind Aida. What happened to you?
4: To the opera, we took a taxi home and went by way of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, keep going. We decided to take a little drive up in the hills north of Sunset. Yeah,
3: yeah, keep going.
4: And when we got to Mulholland Drive...
3: You kept going.
4: We ran out of gas. Oh, no. Wasn't that a pity? (laughs) Well, go on, go on. Well... There we were, stranded on Mulholland Drive, Georgie and I.
2: And the taxi driver.
4: Oh, no, no. He had to walk down to Hollywood to get gas. He was gone hours. And you were left alone. And there was this beautiful moon and the smell of the jasmine. And we just sat there, the two of us, drinking it all in. You were drinking?
3: No. We just
4: there. And then... Yeah? Yeah? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you in the morning.
2: No, no, now. Oh. Well? He kissed you.
4: I, I didn't say that.
2: Then he didn't kiss you. I didn't say he didn't. Oh, Peg, I gotta know what happened. Something
3: happened. <laughs> Nothing
4: happened.
2: I don't believe you.
4: All right, then happened. I don't believe you.
2: Tell me nothing happened.
4: All right, nothing happened. I don't believe you. I
2: gotta know the truth. Ever since we were married, we've been honest with each other. I'll tell you the truth if you'll tell me. I'll tell you everything. This fellow wasn't my cousin. He wasn't? No, he was from an escort bureau. I hired him for BEBS. Now, I told you the truth. You tell me. You promised. What happened?
4: Nothing happened. I don't
2: believe you. Something happened. I know it. I know something happened. All right, then. Something
4: happened. I don't believe you. Then you'll never know for sure. But I've got to
2: know. I won't be able to sleep. I'll go crazy. I've got to know. Tell me once more. I promise I'll believe you.
4: Nothing happened. I don't believe you. <laughs> I can't
3: say this. I'm going crazy.
2: Tell
4: me. Oh. oh, hello, dear. Uh-huh. What's that?
2: Oh, uh, it's uh, just some chocolates.
4: For me? Yeah. Oh, thanks, darling. <laughs> oh, my, you're spoiling me. Well. You gave me a compact at breakfast, and you sent me flowers at lunch, and now chocolates.
2: Well, it's just my way of showing you that, uh, well, that I love you and, and I trust you and, and I've got faith in you, Peg. Now, tell me what happened.
3: Nothing
4: happened.
2: I don't believe you.
3: All right, then something
4: happened. I don't believe you. Tell me, I gotta know. I can't stand it. Tell me what happened. I'm going
3: crazy.
0: Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Tonight's script is by Reuben Shipp and Alan Lipscott. Direction by Mitch Lindeman. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. Babs is Barbara Eiler. And George is Eddie Firestone. Consult your local paper for the correct time for The Life of Riley show on television over NBC every week. Produced by Irving Brecker by arrangement with Universal International Pictures. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Newark, New Jersey, and Peoria, Illinois, and sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. Jimmy Wallington speaks.